Welcome to D&D Sports Radio, y'all. I'm Benjamin Sally. I'm Joe Ross. In this episode, we're going to talk about what the heck Dungeons & Dragons is. Go for it. All right. Enjoy. Play it. Ben. What's up, Joe? How much, man? All right. So what what we've decided to do is we did an intro. Yeah. And I like it. It's I a, think we did okay. It's it's a fun intro. It's a it's a bit rambling, which is fine because it kind of in you know it's kind of an introduction of what we're doing too. Right. But we thought, actually, Joe thought it would be good to go back. And kind of just directly deal with what is Dungeons and Dragons, just, just that, yeah. Because on I, its own, I started thinking about it, and I was like, I think before I played, I had no clue what this was. I even worked at a bookstore that sold Dungeons and Dragons books back in the day, Walden Books. If any of you uh, people our age or older, yeah, all, remember, yeah. All I knew was that it was Satan worshiping. <laughs> Thank when you. I was a kid. Thank you, Tipper Gore. Right. <laughs> Kid, not a kid. I was a teen, like a early, like, early teenager. Yeah. Wasn't there like a movie about like what Tom Hanks was in it? A D and like, movie? Yeah, and like they they played D and D and somehow got transported to what hell or something? <laughs> really? I think so. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that'll this. be its own podcast later on. I don't know. But yeah, we just wanted to talk about terrible, terrible. D&D oh, connected I think it was a made, entertainment. It was a made-for-TV movie, but I could be totally wrong. I don't. I'm, I'm I, I like Tom Hanks, but I could see that happening in the early '80s or mid '80s. You got to get started somewhere, right? You mean Tom Hanks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like he did Forrest Gump and then decided to do yeah a D&D movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a career move. <laughs> Yeah, so let's do it. Okay. So what the heck is what is D and D? It means let's 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 yeah Dungeons roll and it Dragons. Back. It's Dungeons and Dragons, and it got started from the wargaming yeah like this genre of yeah. games. Gary Gygax, yeah, I believe. Yeah, God, I hope that's right. It is. That's right. Yeah, he's a big war game dude. Yeah, and so this is something him and some buddies cooked up in Middle America, right. But it's, yeah, it's just basically, why don't you take this one? I feel like I get a bit rambly when I start okay. trying to describe stuff like That's this. That's fun. And then I'll interject Yeah, if I feel like. So, it, yeah, Dungeons & Dragons is a game that you play with your friends, and yep. you gather around a table, and each person that's a player in the game assumes the role of... Of a character, yeah, that you've either made yourself, or you've gotten one that was pre-made, so you didn't have to do the work. Yeah, the pre the pre-made thing usually comes in if you've never played before. Yeah, very it, helpful because it's, it's it's freaking tough to make a character. <clears throat> yeah, you can make some bad choices if you've never played because they sound cool, but would be absolutely horrible for you later. Like, oh man, that. Ferrari look, would look sweet with 
off-road tires. Yeah. So Ma- maybe, but probably a bad <laughs> choice. <laughs> maybe you never, you never know. So I think these guys were kind of like, oh yeah, war games are fun. We're, we're controlling these armies, but wouldn't it be cool if we could control one individual person in the army? And I think that's kind of how it. I would assume it evolved. Yeah, I honestly don't know much about like the world of war games that those guys were involved in. I, I've played several different games, like like war games. Before. I'm assuming it's mostly just strategy. It like is straight it's strategy. mainly strategy. It's mainly strategy, and there's not a lot of anything else in that. So you have a group of, of people. Each person is a character. And this is back to D&D, not right. war games. Yes, not war games. This is D&D. Each person is a character, and then there's another person at the table who is basically the referee. They are introducing the players to environments, to uh, what are called NPCs or non-player characters. So any anything or <clears throat> a being or environment that the players might encounter or yeah. run, run into, the... The dungeon master is what it's called, or game master. That's the person that's kind of refereeing the whole thing and and uh, guiding, not guiding, or, or I don't want to say I don't want to use that word, but directing. It's it's kind of like they're presenting it. Yeah, they sort of set up a scenario. Right. Yeah. Like you're on a road. You see this. You see this. Maybe it smells like this. It's this time of the year. Just sort of the general location and ambiance, and then. Then the players decide what they want to do. Do they keep walking down the road? Do they want to go off into the woods? Their call. That's the fun part. You get to make choices. And not only are you making choices for your character, you're looking at that character and you're looking at how this character would be or respond or act. And you can kind of pretend that you're this character. And yeah. this character may not be anything like you. It may be exactly like you. Yeah, that's cool. I got no preference as far as that goes. Yeah. I think most of most of my group right now are playing very much them themselves to a certain degree. And there's nothing wrong with I that. Which I think tends to happen early yeah. on. I Just think like, people get interested in maybe trying something different once they've played and they kind of have a, a, a gist yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. So, outside of that, Dungeons and Dragons is a set of rules that guide you on this adventure. Yeah, I think that right there is the biggest mystery. Like the rules what, themselves. What is happening there? Yeah. Okay. To me, when I was coming in, like, all right, they kind of, you know, I kind of got a similar description, quick and dirty. Here's a sheet. Here's a character. Kind of. Well, actually, I think they gave us a, f- they gave me a few to kind of pick from. So they so they had some pre-made characters, they had and, some you pre-made, picked, and you yeah. picked and you picked which one you wanted mm-hmm. to be. Okay. For the life of me, I don't remember if it was stuff that my friend's brother put together, or if they were straight up pre-mades. I don't remember. It's but, super but, easy to get a pre-made character sheet. So this game doesn't like just getting into it. It's not as complex. As I originally thought it was. If you are not the dungeon master, mm-hmm. it is definitely less complex than you think it's yeah. going to be. Yeah. So I, I just didn't know. I didn't know. So all these years, I didn't know. 
I'm 38 and had not played until last year. And it's fun. <laughs> it's just, it, it, it's a group of people and it, and it's, it's... It's extra, to me, it's extra fun now. Yeah. But it's because, more fun than it was when you played originally? Well, I, w- I don't know if I'd say that, but there's so much other crap you can do now that is basically me by myself. Because of the... Kind of stuff. Okay. That that it's nice to have something that's like, all right, we're just going to get together and hang out at a table. Like that You're right. There you're is right. no that anymore, really. Yeah, you're right. Like, people are going to play video games. They're usually playing at their own houses online. Yeah. Or so, you're watching movies, maybe with your significant other. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. but And I've got a group of guys we go to see... Like goofball action movies together, but like you're not really like hanging out. You're just kind of like, hey, and you walk yeah. in and watch the movie, leave, talk about it for five minutes, and then go home, or maybe go grab a, a beer or something. But you know, just sitting around eating food and having yeah. fun. So you I, know. I think when you when you look at the game, you're right. It has. There's that. There's it's it's forcing a group of people to get together and interact with each other, right? Yeah. And the extra stuff that gets put into it because it's a game, and you you may choose to work against the group, but for the most part, most games that I've seen played in, the characters, I think something just attacked something else. Either that or a whale died. In the whale, I think over. a whale died. I'm not sure what happened there. <laughs> Uh, or there's a banshee in the room, which makes me a little scared. So we might um, uh, sleep with the light on tonight. I might. I watched Six Sense last night for the first time in years. Yeah, and Bruce Willis has like they really dyed the crap out of his hair. <laughs> it was like super black. It looked it looked weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think yeah, you're right. You're onto something there. That it, it it's a game that forces you into interaction whether you're working with yeah, each other a, or against good, each in other in a good way because in most, a great yeah yeah most most stuff now that <clears throat> i feel like things that are when people like try to come up with a new idea or just something that's entertainment mm-hmm. for friends mm-hmm. it always tends to involve you not having to be face to face with each other you're right yeah and i think that's just because now we just kind of have the fallback on electronics. And it it's is. hard to break that mindset. It really is. It just crap from the 70s. <laughs> didn't have that. So it's like, what would they do? Go play D&D or go cruising? Go cruising. <laughs> what is that? What is cruising? You just go like... I'm just not, drive around in your car? Yeah, you go like park at a drive-thru. If it involves and milkshakes, I still would probably be into that because I'd love Look milkshakes. Look at chicks and your Look. sweet ride. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what Dungeons and Dragons is. It's uh, a group of uh, people assuming the role of characters, and they're you are running around in an environment that either the dungeon master or game master has either created or they're using tools. Uh, like pre-made adventures, like adventures that yeah, and uh, that's, someone that's, else has written. Yeah, that's literally like a like a pre-made story and options. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of got like a theme 
there'll, there'll be some big adventure overall theme. Yeah. Like, you're going to end up fighting a dragon, or it's going to be zombies. Or <laughs> yeah. They, they kind of, in a nutshell, find this sort of... It's all over the place. ...kind of scenario. And the fun part is, like, yeah. if you're the dungeon master, you can use pre-made adventures, you can use your own adventures, you can use a mix of those things. Um, yeah, I'm doing a mix. Doing a pre-made. You're doing a mix. I'm doing a, a doing homemade, homebrew. A homebrew version. But... Jar- all that all lingo that. that's lingo by the way some jargon homebrew homebrew you'll hear that, that a lot that literally just means stuff you made up right not something that was published by a company right and it's not that's it like you're making your own beer in yeah. your basement yeah that's completely different i feel like i don't want to drop into the jargon thing too much yeah no we won't we won't if we do annoys, we should just call each other on it it annoys right? me too <laughs> <laughs> so that's it that's the gist of the game. Outside of that, and, and and maybe that's intimidating, right? Maybe because it's so open, it's intimidating. So what do you what what do you do, Ben? Like what in a game? What would you do? Like what are the things that the, these characters? Like so, you're a character, right? Uh huh. And you have this sheet that tells you what kind of character you are and what are the things that you can do, and what else happens. Yeah, it's like well. I, guess, I mean, I guess there's a little bit of what do you mean by what can you do, but, you know, you get this character sheet, and you're, if I were to, like, give you, like, give an analogy that people would recognize now, I'd be like, you're a member of a superhero team, and you know how they, you know, like, an, every X-Man has, like, a thing they, they're good at? Mm-hmm. No, I'm Cyclops, I'm a leader, and I blast stuff with my eyes. Right. And... <laughs> That's exactly how Cyclops sounds in my head, by the way. <laughs> like <laughs> <Just saying. laughs> I'm Cyclops, and I can blast people with my eye face. <laughs> so, like, D&D is just like that. Everyone, you're kind of on a team. Some people are going to be good at smashing stuff. Some people are good at sneaking around. Yeah. Some you people got, are magical. Yeah, some people are magical. Some people are good at healing the other players, which is very important. Some are good at entertainment. Yep, there is an entire type of character that is an entertainment character. Some are good at being tall. Yep. I don't know what that means. Goliath. Yeah. Tall person. So in that, you may run around and just talk to people. You may fight lots of things. You may look for treasure. You may try to solve problems. You might... uh, own a company. <laughs> yeah, I still wholeheartedly recommend if you've never played and just really want to but don't know where to start, just get the start starter set. Grab a starter set. It's got it's got one set of dice, which isn't enough, but it's enough to get going. Wait, so let's backtrack. What do you need to start playing? You need some form of rules. It would be nice if you had rules. Yeah, and that's just going to tell you kind of the box you're painting in. Right. And the starter set has a fantastic set of rules because it's not... It's condensed. It's, yeah. it's a condensed version it of doesn't, the rules. It doesn't have like the total break. It's like the little sheet you get in your glove box of your car that's not the full like how to repair the car. <laughs> it's just the basics. <laughs> right. It's that yeah. version it's of the how quick, to deal with your car. It's the quick start guide. Yeah, it's the quick start guide. Right. It's got that and it's got a pre-made adventure, adventure mm-hmm. and a set of dice... Some pre-made characters, and that's it. That's all you need, and that will get you going. You're you're moving, and and honestly, 
for being honest, I started playing without the rules. But my friends had been playing a long time and helped me out. They helped me understand the rules. <clears throat> I learned them as I went. I was I loved the game, so I went out and bought the rules so I could learn. But really, yeah. that'd be the first thing you'd do if you were like, oh yeah, we're going to keep doing this. Then you just get the player's handbook, which is like... That's the that's the it's next beefy. step up repair manual for it's, your car. It's beefy, and that's something that all the players and the and the DM should have. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically all the all the rules. Then there's two other books that are really DM specific: the Dungeon Master's Guide and then the Monster Manual. Mm-hmm. And there's even some more stuff. You there. don't need to get into that. And actually, I would encourage you not to get into those because when. If you're if you and your friends are running around in a Dungeons and Dragons campaign and you're running into monsters, it's more fun to know that not know about the monster. Oh yeah, totally. I just mean the the DM should the, be. The du- it's way it's should. way more fun if only the DM yeah. knows. But, we, but this actually, is not a podcast for dungeon masters. So, so, we, so that's that that's something we should talk about. So the campaign part. What is a campaign? So the heck is a You'll campaign? hear this mentioned a lot. Campaigns and has it's not political. It's not it's not <laughs> political. Um but a campaign is basically the big that's like the whole novel. That's like everything that your DM has prepared. So it's like the whole story arc. Mm-hmm. And most usually that involves starting characters from level one mm-hmm. and then kind of somewhat open-ended from there but it's kind of its own little bubble its own story new you know all the players are doing their like brand new characters and building them up from scratch and then within that you kind of break down all the like parts of the adventure almost the chapters yeah so what would you how would you break those down the each chapter yeah what would you you know what what is that? What's the jargon for that? <laughs> I, I don't know that there is. I just say, uh, I, I think one of the th- one of the misconceptions is that it, it's not a game that truly has a conclusion, right? Yeah, or a time limit or anything like that. So, but you will have encounters. You will have encounters, and encounters you'll hear that word a lot. An encounter is when you're fighting someone that doesn't like you. Yeah, and it's basically <laughs> that individual event. Yeah, it might be a quote-unquote monster or mythical creature or... Maybe three guys in a room. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's like that little self-contained bubble of action. Exactly, exactly. And in the encounter, you will fight something. And then yeah. you'll need to know the rules about fighting things and that is a little complex but we'll get into that in another podcast right yeah we're gonna break this down we just realized we didn't really we rambled so much in our intro which i'm fine yeah i like it yeah but we felt like we should come back and maybe just correct more specifically address that what is D? yes i think so that's it right that's pretty much it in a nutshell yeah so um now that we've gotten the meat of the podcast out of the way, yeah, and I, I I'm, I'm sipping on a, a Hugh Hefeweizen beer from Rheingeist in Cincinnati, Ohio, and it's it's delicious. I like Hefeweizen. Yeah, we're in Louisville right now again, yeah. working on Joe's coffee shop. Yep, we're in, in a Louis- hotel room. Yep, the air conditioner's running. 
you can kind of hear the air conditioner in the background, but uh, this is not, I wouldn't say this is the most professional podcast. We're just two guys talking about D&D. And we found out that uh, there's not a lot of information for noobs like yeah. us. And we don't know what we're doing. We barely know what we're doing. Despite the fact we're hosting a podcast, we barely know what we're doing. So We just felt like we're, we're hopefully filling a void yeah. for you. Or it might be entertaining. I don't know. We talk yeah, the, about- yeah, there's like, it, it tends to go from zero to <laughs> like Formula One mm-hmm. level D&D. Mm-hmm. And we, we just felt like there needed to be go-kart racing yeah. levels of adventure. I would say big wheeling. Maybe. Big, big I think that's, what, that's the level we're at is big wheeling. Yeah. I bet you half the people listening. Never don't know what a big, big wheel. wheel. Yeah, I didn't actually own one. I knew what they were and wanted one, but I never could get one. Yeah, I had two. Yeah, I had a super crappy one that, that like the wheel developed a hole in it. Mm-hmm. So for Christmas, I asked for the Knight Rider big wheel, mm-hmm. and my mom got it for me, wrapped it up, got my brother an ET big wheel, which was incredibly lame, wrapped it up, and then mixed up. The names. So my brother's three on the years, package on the on the yeah on on the present. It's terrible. And so my brother opened the Night Rider Big Wheel, and he was three years younger than me, and, and he just had a tan- no clue. He had a tantrum when my mom told him that was not for him. So I had to take the ET. So you had to accept the ET bike. Yeah, I had to take the ET bike. Oh my and I learned how to use screwdrivers though. I'm trying to that day because I took the ET. It was like a big plastic molded ET in a basket mm-hmm. on the front. Yeah, I took it off because it was. Wait, the ET ET was like attached to the, to the big front wheel of the oh, big wheel, dude. It was. You couldn't see where you were going. It that, was like a giant. It was like a from the back when you were on it, it looked like you had a basket of poo. As far as fictional characters, though, ET is fairly aerodynamic. Yeah, it's just a blob. It's just a big blob <laughs> out front. Yeah, yeah, but he had like. He was kind of streamlined, right? Like his his he was kind of triangular shaped, right? It was like mush. You couldn't see where you were going. It was, yeah, it was just terrible. I mean, it wasn't freaking like I took him off. My great, pet great monster. big wheel. After like my that. pet monster would have not have been an aerodynamic big wheel accessory. What that? What's that one? It was the guy. He was like big blue and had like a purple beard and horns. Is it the Fred Savage movie? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, don't th- I think this was like a separate toy back in the day. I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's big wheels in cinema. Like if you if you if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, "Wow, I learned a lot about D and but I have no clue what a big wheel is." Yeah. And there's no big wheel podcast. We'll put this in the title. What is D and D and big wheels? Yeah, a big wheel. I believe in the the rendition of The Shining that Jack Nicholson's in. Yeah, that kid's on a big wheel. I think he's on a big wheel. Right? I don't think that's like a regular tricycle. No. That's a, definitely a big wheel. Yeah. Yeah. So he's rocking a big what wheel. what you get before you get a bicycle when we were growing up. Yeah. It might even now be Now like, you just get instructions to not go outside. A big wheel was like uh, if a tri- <laughs> tricycle was cool, but probably mm-hmm. even cheap, more cheaply made than a tricycle. But, I mean, that's they're way more fun, too, because they're oh, yeah. super low. You could you could do like, it was like a, skids and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Drifting. Yeah, they were you could out. drift around corners. Could you? Yeah, you guess you could. Yeah, the good ones. The nice ones had like the little handbrake on the right wheel. Oh, that's right. And you could power slide. Yeah. And they were pretty rad. Yeah. Now grown men make motorized versions of them. They do? Yeah. 
I didn't know that. And they drive like 40 miles an hour around a corner on this super dangerous toy. That's epic. Okay. Yeah, I kind of want. I kind of want one. Now I kind of want one. Yeah. We get arrested. I mean, immediately. Well, you know that happens. What else? I think that's it. Okay. I think we're covered. Okay. So we learned about what the heck Dungeons yeah. and Dragons is and Big Wheels. Yeah. And I think Joe and I, we're, we've, we've been discussing, I think we're going to try a little something fun on the next one. And one of us is going to surprise the other with the topic. <laughs> okay. I like that. We thought that'd be kind of fun. It, it's kind of what, the way Dungeons and Dragons is because you show up and you're a character and you don't know what, yeah, what the heck's going to happen to we've you. We've kind of spitballed a big list of ideas of things we want to talk about. Yeah. And we both know that. Right. But it would be kind of fun for one of us to not know what's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I think I act best in that environment anyways. The less prepared I am, the better. Yeah. Oh, wait. I did want to say something about... So, let's say... Okay, well, you, you now you've heard what Dungeons & Dragons is, and... Are you, are you telling a mom's story? No, no, you're... St- I think you go back? No, no. After the story's <laughs> over? <laughs> Maybe. But you're, you're still kind of like, uh, I don't know... Can I watch in secret or listen in secret? There are some there are some uh, cool cool things out there that you can listen to to kind of get a sampling oh, yeah, of what Dungeons and Dragons is like. So the ones I'm thinking of offhand, there's the Adventure Zone, which was uh, definitely more comedy centric, right towards the beginning. Yeah, they goof and off then, a lot, but it's really fun. It and ultimately one of the greatest stories I've ever in ingested i don't know what the right word is galacticus i mean like you know like most stories that i've loved i've read but this was i know performed for me so i don't really know what it it was one of the best stories i've ever experienced experienced also and they they they're using they began pre-made with modifications yeah they started using the similar to what it's exactly what what you're doing. What my my yeah. group is doing. Yeah, so check out the Adventure Zone. Um, that's the McElroy brothers, and they are hilarious, and the, they do, it's funny. and But it, at the same time, like, it ends up being one of the most fantastic yeah, stories. Yeah, it gets really good. I've ever, I've ever experienced. And, yeah, and I'd say that, like, for me, that's kind of, that's, I started listening to some of that stuff after I brought, bought the starter set, mm-hmm. and... Which is cool because it's fun to listen to, but if you just want a little discussion about the rules without the sort of on-the-fly aspect of listening to a game being played, we felt that was sort of lacking where it didn't go to level 10 immediately. Right, yeah. So we're, we're hoping to, to just chit-chat. Yeah, that's what we're about. But if you want to just hear or listen to people play Dungeons & Dragons, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, there's something else you could search for called Critical Role. These are actual like voice actors playing. Yeah, the, 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 D, the, the Matt Mercer is like a professional voice actor. Mm-hmm. And, and a wonderful DM. They get super into that aspect of it, which is the opposite of my group. Yeah, you don't have to do that. but it's you know, We don't do that at all, yeah. but it's still fun to listen to. It's, it but is I can never to. do that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, if we, I do a podcast with my group, which has absolutely. You guys are sort of in the middle. I yeah, think. I think so. A little bit, a little bit of voice a acting, little straight. Yeah, but it's really it has no production value to it at all. It's just us playing D anD D, and I don't edit it. Yeah, because you you guys you started doing it as a way for your players that couldn't be there to 
catch up. Catch up. Yeah, catch up and listen to see what happened. Uh, It was more like a tool. But, yeah, that's called Stormwatch Homebrew, if you want to listen to that, um, just to kind of hear some goofballs uh, doing a poor job at playing D&D. But, anyways, yeah, I wanted to drop that in at the end, just in case, like, you're still a little weirded out by playing and you want to know what it sounds like before you get into it. That's those are some options to listen to. Yeah, for sure. I'd say definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good it's good to get a little bit of little mix of everything. Have have the starter set rules, listen to a group play, hopefully listen to us. <laughs> yeah. Badly explain the rules mm-hmm. and elements of D and D in a somewhat rambling fashion. Yeah. But that's it. That's what we wanted to talk about. Hope you're having an awesome day or night wherever you are. And we'll talk to you soon, right, Ben? Yeah, we will be back. Mm-hmm.